Aloha, mamá. ¿Dónde andas? <ríe> Seguro de compras. Tengo mucho que contarte. Hawái es increíble. He estado de un lado a otro comunidad. Todos son súper talentosos. Ya reparamos otro helicóptero Blackhawk y oficialmente formamos nuestro equipo de fútbol. Para la próxima, te cuento cómo voy con el surf y me cuentas qué te pareció el podcast que te compartí. ¿Ok? Te quiero mucho. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. <laughs> no one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. You would think this pandemic has taught us to adapt to change, to be more flexible, you know, not get so fixated on our plans. Yet still, for many mothers, going with the flow or just accepting change could be a great challenge. Today, we open up and maybe break down a little and vent about why it's so hard when things don't go as planned. And sometimes we have to just let it go. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay. Because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Hi, everyone. Karen and I are not physically together um, in the same room because of life. <laughs> Honestly, I can't believe that it took this long. So, like, we've been doing Motherish since December 2020. We have always been able to record in the same room. You know, we have survived the second half of the pandemic. We did, and we were able to always find a way. And now, guys... I got COVID. So like, it just really complicated things among other things. But anyway, and that I mean, is- And again, motherish is like the last thing on Karen's list when it comes to like what COVID got in the way of, we could say. And we'll talk a little bit about that. And the main reason for this episode, I think it's gonna be a little bit of a therapeutical session for Karen. It's been a tough week. Yeah, it's been a tough few weeks actually. But, and so with that said, like bear with us if this sounds like a little different, like we're like testing things, you know, and like our team, aka us has been trying to figure out a way for us to do this remotely so like this is what we got we're gonna keep working on this and make it better but like i miss you by the way i know me too like this is so i hate this you guys i hate this we'll figure this out okay motherish moment do you have one pamela a motherish moment of the week so this week he's officially climbed out of his crib so as I've shared before, I'm huge on having Ford sleep in his room, sleep in his crib. 
we usually don't ever co-sleep. I think we coast like snuggle in the morning a lot. Like we do a lot of like mommy and four time in my bed and you know, but I've never really had him sleep in my bed. So this is very life-changing for me. The fact oh, wait, that he's- Wait, so he crawled out of his crib. So I heard him scream, mama, mama. So of course I rushed to his room and he's literally like over his crib, like in one of the railings, just holding on to dear life. I guess he realized, okay, this is like a lot higher than I thought. What do I do now? So I'm like, I open the door. I question him like, what are you doing? Literally like, what are you doing? I help him back into his crib, kind of fall asleep a little bit. And then like 20 minutes later, I hear him like in his room, but I'm watching him in the camera and he, you know, lifts his leg, puts it over the railing. And then, well, first of all, first he threw his, like one of his stuffed animals. Then he threw a little like cover sheet that he has, like una sabanita. And then he proceeded to just lift his leg, climb over and then slide down his crib onto the floor. What time was this? I don't know. It wasn't even that late. It must have been like 1130 at night. Oh, the beginning of the night. Yeah, it was the beginning of the night. So he made it to the floor. He opened the door and then he walked into my room. I know. Baby jail is over. He's a freed man. He has escaped successfully. He's like, I'm going to be too. Watch (laughs) out. (laughs) And the main reason why I love the whole crib setting is because he's safe. First of all, he's safe. I keep him in his room. It's like a little baby jail. Now, I don't know what to do now. Now I'm like debating whether... I change him to a bed, but then he's going to be able to just walk around, right? Now he's a free man. Walk around, open the door, go to my room. Like, that's it. Last night, I helped him fall asleep because he kept climbing out of it. I had to carry him again. And then I put him back into his crib. He fell asleep. He slept the whole night. He woke up. I took him out. So I don't know. I feel like I only have a few more of these days left. And then my life is going to change. I don't personally know this challenge. I have read a lot of people like when they go through this phase of like, oh no, now my kid can get out of their crib and they want to practice that new skill. They want to explore. They want to test you. They want to like say like, what happens if I go to your room? What happens if I go here? So I feel like it's going to be a fun, interesting chapter for you. (laughs) Yes, I have a few decisions to make into like what's next, right? For sleeping arrangement. Some people I have even seen have put a baby gate on the door of the kid's room. You know what's crazy? I don't even think his room is baby safety approved, right? Because he's been in the crib for so long. You know, his room is like a beautiful nursery. Like all those like, you know, like where I put his books and his frames. Like none of that is like, yeah. Red flag, flag. Everything is like you touch it or you tip it over and it's like falling on top of him. That's the first thing I need to do. I need to kind of like, you know, Montessori babies approved like his entire room. Longing of saying this is not just a bed change. It's like, oh, now he's out of the crib. He's going to be like running around and, you know, doing what he wants to do inside his room. And um, yeah, I just got to make some changes. To be honest, I was trying not to laugh while he was doing this. And I was like watching him in the dark in my room through the camera. And I was like, look at this little man. (laughs) I feel like he threw his animal, his stuffed animal, just to like test out, like, okay, what like, happened? What's gonna happen? <laughs> yeah, did he survive? Okay, he's fine. Let me go next. Oh my God. My motherish moment, I guess, will be that Victoria turned three. She's three. She's three. She's three. Already crying. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, it was kind of shitty because, no, it wasn't shitty. I take that back, but it wasn't at all what I had planned and hoped for because she had a yet another pandemic birthday. Like her first birthday was a Zoom and her third birthday was 
also some version of that because like all her friends ended up like we were outside with her and her friends like a little gang of them like they were so cute to see like literally like a parade of two three and four year olds like with balloons and cake and gifts like coming around the corner of my house all singing happy birthday it was like 10 of them and all of their parents it was really cute but you know she's older so she was very she was very conflicted by this like she would just tell me mommy pero por qué por qué no puedo jugar con mis amigos like why why can't i see them why can't they come to my house why like at this point victoria already had covid right because why don't we backtrack yeah. and the reason for the episode i was going to give the whole thing but yeah so the situation here <laughs> is we have had several long weeks of stuff so victoria had a six-day stomach bug, which, like, alert stomach bugs. I think I mentioned it this in the last episode because yeah. I was I was coming out of the stomach bug. So I was like, yay, stomach bug is done. It was rough because she lost almost four pounds in six days, which, like, she doesn't even weigh a lot. Like, she weighs 32, weighed 32 pounds. So four pounds of 32 is, like, a lot. And then on her last day of, like, finally, like, getting her back into normal food or whatever she tested positive for COVID because my husband tested positive for COVID. He had tested positive the day before. And I was like, go to the room. You're on lockdown. Like, uh, and this is the week leading up to her birthday party. Yes, this is the Wednesday before her birthday party. And her birthday party was going to be on Saturday. I was like, I don't want her to get COVID. I honestly, I didn't want her to get COVID, not because of her birthday party, but because she had just been through six days of like yeah. vomiting, diarrhea, not eating, unable to eat the things that she wanted to eat because she still had an appetite the whole time. Thank God. There was so much. And I was like, if she gets COVID right now, like I'm afraid because obviously it's still unknown. Like sure, like Omicron was like easy and for most people like lightweight, whatever. I don't know if it's Omicron. I don't know if it's, Cron, like, I don't know. This thing right. is like very unpredictable. So I was worried about that. And as soon as she tested positive, I realized because she had a fever of 104. And I was like, oh my God, she's really warm. I was with our nanny who was like here also kind of like question mark, like, should I be here? I didn't know what to do, honestly. But I was with her. I tested her on a rapid, you know, if you've ever had a positive rapid test at the very like beginning of COVID, you would know that as soon as that little water line hits the test line, it's like, boom, it wasn't even a doubt that the freaking yeah. little test didn't even have to think. But yeah, so she was positive. And truthfully, like I just started crying in that moment because I was like, I don't want my daughter to be sick anymore. I'm so tired of this. And like that implied so many other things like, So, for example, I was really looking forward to like my first real work trip in two years where I was going to go, guys, listen to this work trip, okay? I was going to go to Palm Springs. I was like working Coachella. We had like this like party house for creators at Coachella. Canceled. I couldn't go. I'm still pissed about this. I'm not the kind of mom that I personally just can't like go and take a break. I just, I won't do it unless there's a reason for it, which whatever, like that's not ideal, but that's just also who I am. But I was really looking forward to this and I couldn't do that. Her party had to be postponed. Thank God she has fairly well. However, like it's a week and she's still testing positive on a rapid test, like not even a PCR, like she's still positive on a rapid. She's got boogers, congestion, the whole nine yards. And then of course, after taking care of Juan and Victoria for four days, then I got COVID, which I was like, I think I'm not going to get it. Ha ha ha. No, 
I got COVID and I don't even think I like allowed myself to be sick because life goes on and you still have to like do all these things. So I think, thank you for listening to my monologue. But, no, but I, I think also let's put it in perspective. Like I think before all this went down, Karen was very excited and... I think it one of the things that gives her a lot of like happiness and joy and purpose is things that have to do with Victoria. And in this case, she's at an age where she kind of so aware of everything and she was really looking forward to her party. So, you know, take us back a little bit as to like, why were you so excited for this specific birthday? What were you planning? So it wasn't just like, okay, people are coming over. We're going to have a cake. There was like a little bit of a, of a production behind this whole thing. Truthfully, like maybe that's one of the lessons. Like I feel like, let's say, if we step into the judgy mom world, right? Like where people are judgy, which we know that's a real world, even though we like to pretend it doesn't exist. People are always like, oh my God, why do you do such over, like why do people do over the top parties for their kids? They're not going to remember and blah, blah, blah. I don't do an over the top party in the sense of like, spending $10,000 to 15, 20, I don't know. I don't have like attendance and like whatever, which I also feel like if you do that, then amazing. Like, I think you should spend your money on whatever the hell you want to spend your money on. And if that's it, then that's amazing. So into the non-judgy space, like I was going really overboard with her party. I I had like, you know, rainbow tutus. It's a rainbow theme party. Also, because it's like the last year that I can pick a theme. Next year, She's going to be like, no, but it was a rainbow theme party. It's going to happen, you guys, like it's still going to happen, but it's not the same at this point. If I'm totally honest, like at this point, I'm like, it's not her birthday anymore. Like Jeff way. Don't be like that either. I I know it's what I feel right now. Hopefully I won't feel that day of, but anyway, you won't. It's just, I had all these details. I had all these plans. Transparently, it caused quite a few like disagreements with Juan where this is a lot. You always go like, I don't know how to say it in English, guys. What is this COVID brain? The carga de cosas, like, and, and then you are stressed. And then you're like, oh, I'm stressed. Yeah, because you put all this stuff on yourself. So maybe I'm not supposed to do that. I don't know. But I think there were so many moments going to like the main theme here and my main realization of like, there's moments where I was holding on by a thread to like the possibility of still doing the work trip, the possibility of me not getting COVID, the possibility of Victoria not getting COVID, the possibility of her party still happening. And every single one of those things, one by one, eventually you have to just be like, let it go. That's it. It's more stressful to hold on to your plan than to go with the flow. Mm -hmm. And going the flow as sometimes like heartbreaking as it could be. And granted, I know I'm talking about heartbreaking about a party, whatever, poor me, right? But like, still, it's like something you have a lot of emotions put into or whatever. And when you have to let it go, you're like, halfway relieved and halfway sad and all of those feelings kind of suck yeah and it's not just about the party i think this is a recurring theme that we always want to focus on here which is like you have to just let it go like when it comes to like i planned a type of birth this was my birth plan and then this happened and then i want to breastfeed and then this happened so i think it's like it's kind of like ironic and amazing to me how even though we know that things are out of our control we still want to control them and plan ahead and one we hope with our heart and soul that the plan's going to go just like we envisioned it and when it doesn't happen that way it's so very hard for us to be okay with it and that's okay also because 
you know, you put a lot of effort and time. I mean, again, going back to like my examples, right? Like the birth plan and all the stuff. Yeah. You are emotionally attached to that, like to that expectation, to that plan, to that vision. And it's very, very hard to just kind of like let it go and kind of embrace, you know, plan B. Yeah. Whatever that plan or B is. Or C or D. <laughs> at this point, I'm like, plan, what letter are we on? And it's also exhausting, the mental like power that it takes for you to just like, let me actively stop thinking about the million things I'm thinking about right now and make the switch in my head. Let's change the chip. Let's stop and move on. I remember, Pamela, like I was like texting with you and I think it was the first day that Juan had COVID and still we weren't sure that if Victoria was going to have COVID or not. And I was already like, I think I'm going to have to cancel the party. And you're like, hold on, like, wait, hold on. You know, I know, I know. I was like, what? Yeah, Yeah, you're like, no. And I'm like, I know it's coming. And for 24 hours, I was like, but maybe not, maybe. And like, people were like, what if Juan doesn't go? And I was like, are you kidding me? That would be the end of my marriage. (laughs) There's no way I couldn't. And I also just couldn't, again, you never know with this. And there's, Obviously, I don't want to lose sight also, and this is like something that has been on my mind a lot. Like, I don't want to lose sight that like we have definitely fared well and we have gotten very lucky both with the stomach bug and the COVID with all of us that like we are generally healthy. Obviously, yeah, there's like weird side effects, but like so many people have lost their lives. They've lost family members over this. That's not lost on me. I'm so grateful that we are fine and everything's fine. I'm honestly pissed that I lost my sense of smell and taste, which is really weird, by the way. I will stick my nose in things to be like, hello, hello. It's still nothing, right? Nothing. Crazy. Nothing. It's so weird. Coffee tastes like metal. Like It's just like, here are all the things that bring you joy in life. Now they taste like nothing. But that's nothing compared to other outcomes, of course. And I, that's not lost on me at all. Aloha, mamá. Sorry por responder hasta ahora. Estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk. Hawaii es increíble. Luego te cuento más. Te quiero. Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. When you buy a new house, you might say, Shut the front door. Winning. No, seriously. Shut the front door. We own this house now. But you actually need to say, Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. The local State Farm agent is there to help you choose the coverage you need. Welcome to my crib. (laughs) No one says that anymore, but I don't care. So just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere AroPay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Have you had to let go of anything, Pamela? No, Come on, no. throw me a bone here. Are you? Yes, of course. Of course. <laughs> and again, I think this is like, we want this to be a safe space where like, even if something, you know, what's relevant to you, what's important to you and what means a lot to you, perhaps someone else is like, listen, I can't relate to that or whatever. But it's the idea of like, whatever it is that you had your heart into, And when it doesn't happen, that's kind of like the main theme I think here is like, it's very hard and it's okay for us to 
vent about us struggling with accepting reality or accepting what the outcome is going to be, especially when it's not something that you wanted it to be in that way. But yeah, of course. I mean, I think every day, right? Because I'm a huge planner. I plan everything every day to the T. I have like an agenda. And when something doesn't come through or it doesn't happen or for me, it's a lot of it's almost like if I forget something that I didn't write down, like I have a really I'm very hard on myself. Come on, Pamela, like get on to, you know, like be on top of these things. You can't let this happen. Like I just get so worked up about it. And I think that's the one thing I'm working on. I always have to like, I guess, rely on faith, right? And and kind of accept like, okay, maybe it wasn't meant for me to be at this meeting or maybe it was, you know, God was protecting me from like something happening on this. I don't know. For me, it's always more comforting to rely and fall back on faith and kind of just like, okay, thank you, God. Let me focus on, why this didn't happen? It has to be like a bigger, better lesson to this. And I know in that moment, it's hard to kind of see it that way. But I, I do believe that at the end, it's supposed to happen when it's supposed to happen. And I know, you know what? I was secretly hoping that it was going to rain the day of the party, that you were supposed to have the party. It was a beautiful day. It was a gorgeous day. The weather was absurd. It was perfect. It's fine. I know. And you know, this week also, like in addition to the work trip that included that very exciting proposition of seeing all the Gen Zers at Coachella. Um, <laughs> I was also... You're not Coachella outfits? I'm curious, actually. Do you- Girl, the money that I have spent on plans for this of, like, outfits and, like, I got this new, like, dewy spray for my face because, you know, ahora no se usa. You're not supposed to have matte makeup now. Now you're supposed to look dewy. Like, there's all these oh, things. Oh, really? Wow. Okay. Yeah, guys. I used to know. Okay. You know, we could do a whole episode on everything I've learned about how the young people dress now. Like, going back to Abercrombie was, like, a whole experience. Like, okay, like, here we are again. Hi, nice to meet you again. Everyone's bag is crazy, right? It's wild. Like, someone posted something funny that it was, like, they named, like, four things of, like, back in the 90s. And it was, like, okay, everything's, like, we're back in the 90s. They're all back. But oh, no. I think it was like Britney's pregnant, something, oh, yeah. something else. And it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pregnant. <laughs> yeah. There was one, something that happened this week on Instagram. I don't think it's a mother's moment. It doesn't classify, but this is something to like catch up everybody on, which I thought was interesting. So like, in addition to that Palm Springs part of the trip, there was like a big meeting and everybody was getting together for the first time in two years. And we were going to discuss all these things, whatever. And I was the only person of like 30 people on video conference for five hours, six hours. It was the longest day ever. And I didn't realize that the big conference room had like a massive screen and that I was like front and center on the screen the whole day. At one point, another let it go moment, I was on this call, like paying attention, whatever. And I hear the loudest and scariest like bump and extreme shrieky cry I've ever heard Victoria make in her life. I run out, I see she busted her lip open, her nose was bleeding. I was like, can we stop right now? Like, I literally at one point was like looking at the walls around me and I'm like, is this a joke? Stop it, whatever. But anyway, I ended up giving her an ice cream and of course she wanted to be with me. So I was holding her and my friend who was in the room in the meeting sends me a picture of me holding Victoria. Victoria fell asleep after her exhaustion of crying and everything with the whole Thing that she busted her lip my face looked like defeated completely defeated i give up you i'm like i give up here i am this is me i'm on this like six hour call my daughter is sleeping i'm holding her because she just had this like ridiculous thing i'm still working and i'm still like trucking along you know and i posted it on instagram without like i posted on a 
story or whatever without any sort of like thought. It was just like, I don't know. Sometimes I just do like a recap of like, here's what happened today. And I got so many responses to that photo. And the responses were so clearly divided between parents and non-parents. The non-parents all were like, this is hilarious. Ha 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 ha. And then the parents were like, girl, like been there. I feel you keep going, whatever, whatever. And I was like, how crazy that a moment that can mean, you know, something to you, to people can be completely different things. Like I couldn't understand under what capacity someone would find this hilarious or funny at all. So many people were like, ha ha ha. And I was like, guys, it's not funny. Like, but also like, cool. Like, sure. If you think it's funny, but it was just weird. It was really weird. I felt weird. So you texted me that picture. Um, I think it was like in one of our chats. And you're right. I think your face is kind of like, I give up. Like I hit a wall. I'm yeah. done. It's what next, right? And one thing that I learned, I'm always looking for guidance and advice because I feel like I have a lot more learning to do. But one thing that I learned, I think during this pandemic, as I focus more on like strengthening my faith and that spiritual part of myself, I think that we need to learn, and I've learned this, to surrender a lot sooner than before we actually need to. So instead of just like giving up and like, you know, if people are, you know, faith or religions or whatever, if, you know, people go to like their spouses, maybe in other cases, but like most of the time we tend to ask for help when we can't anymore, when we're like up to our neck and we're like, oh my God, please, like I need help. But at that point, you're ready. It's a dark moment. And what I learned is like people that love you, in my case, when I feel like God is there for you, like you need to just let it go before you hit that wall, you know? So I learned to kind of like involved those who help you and those who are there earlier on in the process, right? So that you don't hit that wall because you're kind of like supported by other people and just kind of like give up and accept that you can't do it alone, that you can't control things, you can't things, whatever. And it's like, it takes a long time and it takes a lot for you to just, and it, when we use that word, it just kind of brought me back to that, which is like just surrendering and just being like, that's it. I give up. <laughs> I can't, I can't do this. But it's true. I think we tend to wait a little too late or to try to hold it on our own for so long that once we hit that point, it's just like, it's harder to get that, up. That really just spoke to me a lot. And I think that if Juan or my mom were listening, <laughs> they'd be like, yeah, I'm so guilty of that. I'm so guilty of that. And then I'm burnt out. And then they're like, hello. Like my mom was telling me yesterday, she goes, it's been so long since you walk into the house with that like chifa, lightweight, positive energy that you have. She's like, you have that. You walk into a room and everyone's like, yay, whatever. She's like, and it's been so long since I see that. She's like, you're serious. You're tired. You're wound up. She's like, where are you? And I'm like, damn, like, okay, noted. I could put on all the dewy makeup I want, but <laughs> if the vibe's not there, the vibe's not there. I am surrendering and letting go and working on bringing it back. And I love the fact that the party's happening because I think it's symbolic of like, the rainbow always comes out. It's true. And it's just like, I feel like this party is going to be symbolic of that. I was saying like, look, it didn't happen when it was supposed to happen, but it's happening and it's going to happen in an amazing way and when it's supposed to happen. And it's going to be like a celebration of like everything you overcame because I know it hasn't been easy. But anyway, we wanted to catch up with you all and we wanted to try to make this work even with this like remote life. I'm in my bedroom and like- One last thing, one last thing. So I am going on my first Disney trip ever with my son. I have mixed emotions. 
So just keep me in your prayers, everyone, please. I am excited. I'm overwhelmed. It should be fun. I need like real time texts from you. <laughs> or just tell Paloma to like real time text me. Like I honestly feel like I'm forgetting something major. I don't know what it is. I feel like I got the tickets. I got the reservation. I got the genie. I got the ears. I got the... But I just feel like, okay, like I said, it's happening. I've been planning it for so long. What are you going to wear? Coming, what are you wearing? I don't have an outfit. Okay. Well, because, clearly, okay, then I struggle. Man. Am I the mom who's going to do the mom, dad? The, no, right? Like, no, I don't think that's no. So when I thought, I'm like, oh, I don't have time to order it. So I was like, you know what? I've been buying Ford Mickey outfits for like, I don't know, three months. My son has gone through a growth spur. Anything that's 2T doesn't fit him. His belly's out. The arms are tight. He's uncomfortable. So I have to kind of like go through what I have and what's going to fit him and what I can use. And then I don't know what to wear. I'm only going for one day. So I only have to think of one or two Disney outfits. Yeah. So I mean, one or two. I need your help. I would love to participate in this process. I'm a big fan of low-key Disney-like outfits. It's Disney, it's Mickey, but it's not super obvious. Like, you know, it doesn't say like Mickey, you know? I have a fanny pack that you should definitely take with you because it's the Stony Clover Lane fanny pack with the Mickey Mouse on it. We didn't um, talk about our Stony Clover Target madness, by the way. <laughs> Okay, that's like a whole other episode. But yeah, but I just wanted to ask everyone to kind of pray for me and I'll keep you guys posted. And maybe next episode, we'll do a little summary of what worked and what didn't work. And I think I'm going into a post-pandemic Disney madness too. So be wild. Yeah. Also though, like Ford is about to turn two. Okay. And I wanted to discuss this offline because I know we're like running out of time. But how do you feel about those like... I don't know if they were called leech. The harnesses for the kids. A leech. A runner. Yeah. I was a judging person when I would see Mm -hmm. a child attached to one of these things. And they look like puppies to me. But I think I'm going to need one with Ford. Okay. So one time I went down like a rabbit hole. But I'm like on a thousand Disney Facebook group. I go on on Facebook, my personal like Facebook. And like literally half of the things on my newsfeed are from Disney groups. And one time someone posted about this. And there were hundreds, hundreds of comments of like, is this good? Is this bad or whatever? And here's my like TLDR. If you have a child that is a runner, if you are not at a moment yet where you haven't reached the point where if you say, hey, Ford, stop, Mm -hmm. they will stop. Like I personally would get one mainly because I'm mortified. I live like this in general. I am mortified of someone snatching up my kid. Sure, Disney's a magical place, blah, blah, blah. There's security, whatever. I don't care. It's very easy for people to get lost in a place that has like an ocean of crowds. Yeah, yeah. Ocean. Okay, ordering right now. Thank you. So I think you should get it. And I think you should just be like, F anyone who thinks that this is ridiculous. (laughs) Also, invitation for you to try to manage my child. Like, no, if you're not the one doing the job, then you have nothing to say. So I would get it because... It's a lot. There are moments where you're going to be walking through crazy crowds. And the good I, thing and is I'm, I am going into this trip with this let it go mentality. Like, yes. I, do I, I did all that I can do. Now yes. it's up to, you know, I'm praying for good weather. I'm praying. There's so many things that are out of my control that I'm just kind of yes. like excited for right now. I've been trying to force him to like and love Mickey. You're not interested at all. I know. Yeah. I know, but I just want him to be excited. You know, he does love cars. So I'm assuming. He's going to love it. He's going to love it. And like, honestly, if you do three rides, consider yourself a champion. That's it. Set the bar real low. 
three rides. I normally can't do more than like three or four just because it's a lot, you know, like, and they're little. Make sure you watch the parade. There's like areas in front of the castle where it's like all turf. Someone actually wanted us to do a full Disney episode so we could do that after. Someone asked for that. Yeah, we should. Okay. okay. Well, love you guys. I love you, Karen. I miss you. I love hope you. I miss you. Soon. I hope you get your taste you. and your smell back. Please. And, but also, I'm a cheap date right now. You could feed me trash and I'll eat it. I won't know the difference. <laughs> Um, you look beautiful and I love you Thank and I you. miss you and I know that we're going to be together soon and we'll be celebrating before you know it thank so thank you. you love you guys bye aloha mamá sorry por responder hasta ahora estuve toda la tarde con mi unidad arreglando un helicóptero Black Hawk Hawaii es increíble luego te cuento más te quiero Be all you can be. Visitando goarmy.com diagonal español. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere AroPay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Hay gente a la que le encanta el McCrispy y hay gente que nunca ha probado el McCrispy. Pero todavía no conocemos a nadie que lo haya probado y no le guste. Para pa pa pa. -pa.